Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. From Capital Broadcasting Company and WRAL-FM, welcome to Out and About, courtesy of Jamie and I with Wine and Dandy. That's right. It's the end of the year and we are all ready to celebrate. So, we have picked some, or I say we, Sarah. That's right. <laughs> has picked some great suggestions. Hit it, sister. Okay, well, I went to Whole Foods because mm-hmm. oh. I was going to go. Well, truth of the matter is, and I think it's actually apropos for mm-hmm. the season, I was out running around like a chicken with my head cut off yeah. like the rest of us right now. Amen, sister. And I went to the closest open grocery store, which was Whole Foods. Very nice. And I knew I wanted to do bubbles. Uh-huh. And so I figured we'd start with the best and what people want to have. Yes. And then I got to to try. Yes. Um, one, I've had something similar before. I've had both the bubbles that we've had, the second and third bottle that we'd be drinking today. Um, but I haven't had the brands of either. So hopefully they're good. But these are these are uh, grocery store picks. Yes. And we'll see how it goes. Which means they're completely accessible for you. Like, let's say you're going to a New Year's Eve party. Or if by the time you listen to this, we're in the new year and you want to ring it in with a few bubbles, you can pop up to the grocery store and get some great options. Oh, there's lots of good fun bubbles out there. All right. So. Well, you definitely need to check out the picture oh, that yes. we posted this podcast because one of these bottles is so festive, my eyes are bleeding. Oh, but in a, in a good way? In a good way. Okay. I mean, you walk in with that and people are like, oh, I was just going to wash my hair, but the party just got started. You know, I'm sure that's what the label designer thought. Mm, let's make their eyes bleed. And then they, they, it happened. <laughs> okay. So let's start with the best. Um, and it wasn't the best of the best that they offered. The best of the best was a Billicart Salmon, mm-hmm. which is a uh, Billicart is a, a champagne house and Salmon is their their rosé and it is my favorite champagne. Oh wow. So obviously from the Champagne region Correct. of France. The actual champagne. Correct. That was 106 bucks retail. Wow. And I was using the company card and I didn't want to get yelled at today so I didn't buy that. <laughs> but you bought something still far nicer. This is probably the most expensive bottle I've ever purchased for yes. our podcast. Yes. Which, uh, you know, it is called, you heard me get my notes out, Aubrey Brut Rosé. This is a champagne yes. from the Champagne region of France. And everyone listening, if your bottle does not say Champagne <laughs> France, it's sparkling wine. You know what I like to call this moment? Shame painting. <laughs> we are going to shame you if you call any sparkling wine champagne if it's not from Champagne region of France. That's right. Shame oh. painting. The pain of being shamed about your <laughs> champagne. And yeah, I should absolutely copyright that right now. <laughs> All right, here we go. Woo! French national anthem. <laughs> Lifelong joke. My husband hates it. <laughs> I love it. You get a little um, vapor comes out the top. Mm. That's, the, that's the spirit of a party right there. That is the spirit of a party. The spirit of celebration. All right. First so. of all, it already looks in the lights in the studio like gold, like somebody's wearing a gold lame or gold glitter dress. It looks so festive. Well, and the thing is, rose gold. It says rose brut. Yeah. So this is a, I wanted a rose champagne. So this is actual champagne, which is done in the champagne method. 
Mm-hmm. Do you remember what that is? I would like you to remind me. Oh, I was hoping you'd remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's that means that they um they put the they put the wine into the bottle before it's done fermenting. So there's a little bit of sugar from the 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 grapes left in there. So mm-hmm. what happens is the the bacteria will eat the sugar and make bubbles. Yeah. And basically they eat it and then they shake I think we get the okay. like, it's, it's a gaseous yes, process. There we go. I was like, I don't really know how to delicately say this. So thank you, Jamie. Anyway. Also, so, does it not look honest? This is the most beautiful glass of wine. It's so I mean, pretty. Yeah, it literally looks like gold sparkles are rising up from the bottom. It's mm, beautiful. It is beautiful. God, I love champagne. Um, I'm telling you. So anyway, so what they do is they leave it in the bottle, they Mm -hmm. store it at an angle, and every single day someone comes in and turns the bottle a quarter of a turn. Can you imagine that that's your full-time job? And there's there is people who that is their job. I wonder what they call that. Not bottle turner, probably. I should know that, and I don't. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. In this moment, I cannot remember that. But then at the end, they disgorge it by taking it out and putting the cork in. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow, this is a lot. You know, for it to be to be such a lovely beverage and so festive, there's a lot of words on the back end that just really <laughs> darken but, its little rep a little bit. We learned from our in in our archive, our wine and dandy archive, which you can find on um, anywhere you get your podcast. Mm-hmm. We did a one with Sophie Barrett, a yep. champagne basically class with Sophie Barrett. She's incredibly knowledgeable in champagne and the champagne method. Mm-hmm. Does okay. I'm trying to get it right before I say it. The champagne method weaves the bubble into the fabric of the wine. Yes, that's it. The quote, bubbles are woven into the fabric of the wine. That quote, is my all-time favorite quote from Wine shall and Dandy. We? Let's do it. Cheers. The nose is strong, and we have the good glasses out, so it looks so pretty. It does. We look so we so, look so elegant right now. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love champagne. The bubbles are so nice and frothy. They're they they don't hurt. It, yeah, they're very soft. It tastes to me, and because I am a classless pig, I'll just say this: sour, mm. quite sour. I got that too. Why, what is that little, about? I don't. I, I don't know. This this wine is forty five percent petite Meunier, twenty five percent Pinot Noir, twenty five percent Chardonnay, and those are the three grapes that make Champagne. Okay, and all in different. So if you see Blanc de Blanc, that's going to be Chardonnay and uh, Petit Meunier. Right, both whites. Both yeah. whites, and if you see uh, Blanc de Noir, that means white from black, and mm-hmm. it'll be a hundred percent Pinot Noir. Okay. So I think because there's mostly Pinot Noir, uh, Meunier, perhaps that's why it is a little sour. Yeah, interesting. Uh, my it might rec- change as we stay out as it stays open. Maybe so. My recommendation at this point would be if you're doing a photo shoot, let's say you're going, you know, going to Instagram your so evening. You don't like it enough to drink it. Oh, I didn't say that. Don't talk crazy. Come on. <laughs> um, if someone poured it for me, I would drink it. I would not purchase it myself, even if I were looking for a nice champagne. Well, let me tell you a little bit more about uh, the Champagne Premier Cru Brut Aubry. Mm-hmm. Aubry is the name of the champ the champagne maker. It's the entry level of the production of legendary Aubrey Brothers, whose winery is located in the heart of Champagne. And um, they said, they, they gave the name of the village, but I can't pronounce it. Now, let me ask you this, because you are a Champagne lover. You are the queen of bubbles. I am. Ranking this, where would this rank from your fa- most favorite Champagne you've ever had to least favorite? It's it's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. I grabbed Champagne because this, this one at 68 
dollars and fifty cents was like relatively affordable for champagne. For yeah. champagne, and uh, yeah, it's not my favorite. You're right; it is a little sour. Mm-hmm. It tastes a little young to me, but I don't know if that's. I mean, oh, this yeah. must be a. I don't know. I don't. This yeah. is just me talking, mm-hmm. like my personal palate. I'll tell you something interesting. I had brought because both my guys got engaged. My boys, not my guys. Um, Open marriage? Yeah, not quite. Um, Because both my sons got engaged, I had bought a case of nice sparkling wine, Mm -hmm. uh, both rosé and regular, and I bought some dry Prosecco in there. Mm -hmm. And this tastes almost exactly like the dry Prosecco. I think it's like a nerdy champagne. Yeah. Because it Mm -hmm. is a little sour. So people like sour beer. Mm -hmm. I am going to finish this because, and, and you just did, good girl. We don't have a spit cup. So I was like, I'm going to take it for the team. Here we go. I did that on purpose. I'm not letting anybody throw out champagne. Oh. It's just wrong. <laughs> um, okay. I'm a prisoner to the bubbles. Today. You are, a little bit. And there's there's worse prisons to be a member of. Uh, exactly. There, but th- that does involve cages on champagne. That's what hold the, holds the cork down. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it is like a champagne, a, just, bubbly, champ- a bubbly prison. Well, this was not the best... I'm a little upset because I wanted the champagne to be like the creme de la creme. I like my champagnes mm-hmm. to have a little more Chardonnay. Ah, I f- oh, okay. I find that they're a little creamier. A little more palatable. Whenever you mm-hmm. normally drink Chardon- uh, champagne, you'll get like uh, creme brulee, French toast, um, mm-hmm. uh, brioche is common. And so these rich, yeasty flavors. Yeah. And that was very, very lean. Right, right. So... And I was hoping to have that and then compare these next two against them. Yeah. But instead, we got the Aubrey, which is a very lean, if you mm-hmm. like Sauvignon Blanc, if you appreciate, there's a little salinity mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Well, the good news is, this could be a real Cinderella story of a podcast, because now we're going to have the less expensive bubbles, and they might kick tail. After the break. Welcome back to the sparkling episode of Wind and Dandy via the Out and About podcast. Um, let's move on to our second bottle. This is called Brut Excellence. Oh, wow, wow. So excellent dry. Okay. Um, De Chancey Vouvray. <laughs> Vouvray is a grape. Well, it's actually not a grape. It's an area of Chenin Blanc is the mm-hmm. grape. I love Chenin Blanc. It's And delicious. that is also France? It is also French. Very nice. Is this true champagne? No, this okay. is Vouvray. Right, you literally just said that. That's okay, oh. it's confusing. <laughs> Freshness, anthem, all. <laughs> Lifelong joke. It is confusing, and the bottle looks like a brandy bottle or a Bailey's bottle. It's, a little, it's just a little more squat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the shape, though. But yeah, it's Vouvray. It's not a traditional... I love how you're pouring this. She, because she has worked with wine for so many years, she literally does pour, hold the bottle from the bottom and pour. And yeah. I'm a chicken. I won't do it. Oh, you should. It's now I'm a cluz. I flipped over oh, a dear. dear friend of ours. You fortieth oh. birthday sheet party sheet cake. His <gasps> wife had his picture printed on oh, it. No, we had the party at our house, and I was walking it from the kitchen into the oh, dining area, Jamie. and I flipped that whole thing. I'm a klutz. Look, I'm. I know my strengths, but I certainly am familiar with my weaknesses. Do you, do you want to hear my worst ever spill? I have two. But you know I, I do. Okay. But the, I think the worst ever was this guy. When I worked at the 42nd Street Oyster Bar downtown, oh, yeah. when I was in college, it was one of my first waiting tables job that I worked in. The I was the cocktail waitress. And this group of lawyers, environmental lawyers, which I was in school for meteorology, and my minor was environmental science. So I was like, you guys are so cool. And so they came in every day after work. Oh, wow. Every day. 
And one of them, um, it was his birthday. Uh-huh. And he had on a camel hair coat. Oh, nice. And he looked so handsome. This is the before picture, guys. Yes. Visualize. And, <laughs> and so he ordered, which I don't know why they drank this, but they did. They all liked Bloody Mary's. Oh, in the afternoon. Interesting. I know. After work. Mm. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to get their nutrients. I'm uh, not sure. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, so I had an entire dray, tray of Bloody Marys. Oh, no. Took mm. the edge off. Dumped. No, I'm not even kidding you. Like 10 Bloody Marys all over this man's camel hair coat on his birthday. You can't fix that. I cried. <laughs> no, I legit cried. Honestly, you can't even offer to dry clean it because it's probably hundreds the of The guy's dollars. name was Jernigan and I will never, ever forgive myself. We love you, Jernigan. Yeah, I, I cried. Like big tears. Oh, no. What did he, he was say? Like, they were my favorite table. They were so fun. Oh, wow. And he's like, it's okay, but you could tell it wasn't. Like he felt bad that I felt bad, but yeah. you could tell but it he wasn't was like, okay. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, oh, let's drink to that. Okay, perfect. So this is Vouvray Chenin Blanc, and this bottle costs twenty two ninety nine. Also, beautiful glittery bubbles, but not as nice as the champagne. No, but they're pretty. This is more golden because it's a golden colored champagne, uh, sparkling wine. I think you'll like this better. I do like this better. It's very different from its nose. Its nose smells a little grassy. Yeah, but it's uh, it is a more smooth uh, taste. It's a little heavier. Yeah, it is heavy. I like this. Yeah, I love Vouvray. Vouvray is a very graceful wine. Mm -hmm. I used to say it was like Sauvignon Blanc, but a little more graceful. It's got a little more weight than a Sauvignon Blanc. Right. You don't see it on a lot of menus around here. You do if you know it. You will once you know the name. It's just Mm -hmm. like when you start driving a Jeep. Everybody's driving a Jeep. Mm -hmm. You know, Vouvray has actually become way more common. Sparkling Vouvray is rather Mm -hmm. rare. You don't see that very often. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like this. And how much is this bottle? $22.99. Very affordable, especially for New Year's Eve or just Oh, yes. And it looks really posh to show up with this bottle. Oh, yeah. And again, we're going to post the picture. So run out and get it. Yes. Immediately. Immediately. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can get it at Whole Foods, but probably wherever you shop. So where are you going to celebrate the new year? We have a little bit of a tricky... um, So uh, as you guys know by now, if you listen to us, we record this in advance, of course. So we have time to edit it. Um, Shockingly, not live. And uh, we are headed to California for Christmas. I have a multitude of pet sitters coming in. Oh, I bet. To take care of the beasts. Anyway, (laughs) then we come back uh, very late the 30th. One might even say the 31st. Ah, okay. If if our flight is five minutes late. So we, my sister and her husband are bringing my mom back. And, wow, this is a long story. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to spend it with family around the fire pit. Oh. That's nice. Probably with a, a bottle. If I can get there, because you're right, it's crazy chore week. Uh, probably with a bottle of this, I really enjoy this. Hey, Whole Foods, twenty two ninety nine. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry I didn't bring a spit cup because we're. Ha- I, I I can't pour a small amount of it because it doesn't really work with bubbles. Well, while I drink mine, what are you doing for New Year's? I have absolutely no plans. I have. <sighs> Tossed around the idea in my head. My husband mm-hmm. doesn't know that I've thought about it. Perhaps having a party at our house because I love to throw parties. And I love New Year's Eve mm-hmm. only because it's amateur night in the bars. So if you have one at your house, it's much better. If you throw a party, let me know. I'll bring Martha over to meet you. Okay. That'll be fun. Well, I'm not sure it's going to happen, though. No, so we'll you can see. just text me. I'll be in yeah. sunny, warm California, unlike everybody here in the Triangle. It's going to be cold. I'm excited for the cold. Are you, ugh, I am. You know what? I'm not a good cold person. I'm going to be honest. That's well, a good thing you live in North Carolina. Then I don't like the yeah. heat, and here I am. Yeah. Well, and here you get it. You really get it both. That's but at true. least we get seasons, which is nice. You know, you could dump it in the trash can. I'm not going to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. And be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to our last bottle, the most festive on the exterior, yes, than the other two, right after this. 
You can check us out on Facebook at Wine and Dandy Podcast, on Instagram at Wine and Dandy Podcast, and also Out and About has all the same social media. So find us on the interwebs and peer into our faces <laughs> because it's there. All right, Jamie, the last bottle, I took my son with me. He's seven. Uh-huh. And I was, uh, yeah. <laughs> when I went to Whole Foods, and I got him a little yogurt that he always asks me for. So he was happy. What kind? Uh, he likes the strawberry banana. No, I mean, like is it like a shake-up yogurt? Um, no, they make the little pouches. Oh, cute. Yeah, so he loves them. They're like mm-hmm. $1.75, and he very rarely gets one. a treat, one. sure. So today he got one. And uh, so when I was looking at the bubbles, he kept pointing this bottle. I was like, mm-hmm. what's that one, Mama? What's that one? And he's like, does that taste good? And I was like, I don't know. But it looks We're going to find out. <laughs> so what we got was True Colors Kava. It's Brute. It is, I think True Colors makes it. It is the most colorful bottle I've ever seen. It it's is like, like barbershop stripes. In rainbow colors. Yeah. yeah. And you know why? Why? Because when you purchase this bottle, every bottle sold in the U.S., a donation is made to the organizations that help support accelerating the acceptance of the LGBTQ community. And Luca didn't even know that. He was just like, that looks like Skittles. Let's get it. <laughs> and it, it's, it is. It's like Skittles chase the rainbow. It is. All right. Last and- one. French National Anthem, <laughs> lifetime joke. <laughs> I'm going to make Eddie listen to this episode. <laughs> he hears it all the time in his house. <laughs> he doesn't need to. Eddie, you may recall, reps wine and champagne. So Sarah gets to uh, gets to pop a cork reg- pretty regularly. We had nice champagne the other night at home. Like oh, nice. I wasn't going to have a glass of uh-huh. wine, and he like pulled out champagne. I was like... Damn you, Eddie. Why do you, get, why do you undermine me? <laughs> it's like I was doing so good. <laughs> For that last five hours, I was really knocking it out of the park. I was like, but wait. Um, you had me at cava in the name. Yes. Day. So cava is a Spanish mm-hmm. um, great. It's a, I always struggle saying this. It's X-A-R-E-L-L-O. Chorello, I think is how you say it. Wow. Uh, I have um, no idea. But that's the grape that makes cava. There's other grapes in there, but that's mm-hmm. the main grape. Yeah. Um, so this is 17... Nine seventy nine to be mm-hmm. exact. Perfect. This is a little more. It's a little more yellow in color. Yellow, yeah. I will say we realized that um, the reason that my bubbles look terrific is because I'm holding them up to a window, and behind that are twinkling Christmas lights. <laughs> so her bubbles looked fantastic. I'm holding like, it near a gray wall. They look nice, but not nothing like, like <laughs> the fact that you didn't even notice that is the best. I'm waiting for a unicorn to come running through my glass <laughs> because that is how beautiful they are. Okay, so for for the amount of money, I honestly didn't want to pick it up because it seemed too kitschy. Uh, I thought the same thing. When I walked down, I was like, whoa. And then I was like, oh, I bet this is going to be horrible. Exactly. Very often, that is the experience. That's why you and I both had that same thought. Yes, because you often can get like a real flashy mm-hmm. label, and they do that on purpose because their wine is garbage. Right. So let's find out. Cheers. Yeah. I don't smell anything. It smell. I, it's kind it of smells, smells like... like- Kava to me. Does it? I have really become quite the kava drinker. Good for you. Yeah, thanks to you. I like it. It's fine. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. So it definitely has a little more sweetness than the other two we've tried. Really? I can barely even tell. I, to me, it mm-hmm. does. Just a little bit. Not, I mean, it's very slight. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer it yeah. to the very expensive champagne we started with. Yeah, that very expensive champagne was super lean. Yeah. And I know that if we had a champagne expert in here, perhaps mm-hmm. it's got something to do. I know that the champagne region is having issues mm-hmm. with global warming oh, and yeah. like everything in Europe is getting turned around because yeah. of like the different lengths of growing seasons and the level of heat that the summers get to. Right. So that's changing everything. Right. So perhaps that why is why it tastes that way. Or 
Maybe Aubrey has always leaned in the very lean, wine-nerdy way of making champagne. I don't know. I don't know either. Let me ask you this, though, because, you know, we we often talk about pairing because typically when people are having a glass of wine or champagne, they are snacking on something. Of course. Um, With a wine that lean, because we've talked so often about how you could have fat with, you know, this and it cuts on the acidity. And then sometimes it's like with like and it neutralizes it. Right. Would a a, a crisp Granny Smith... You know, very mm, with mm. that. I don't know. It would be an interesting experiment. I think it for me. I don't want to have that much acidity. Mm-hmm. I just wondered if it would cancel. Maybe, out. Yeah. maybe I wouldn't know until I tried it. I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking fettuccine Alfredo would be amazing oh, with that. Oh, nice fatty, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be thinking like a real fatty salmon or maybe mm-hmm. a mackerel would mm-hmm. be really good with that. Um, I'd even eat, have a steak, like a ribeye with lots yeah. of marbleized fat. Oh, in it. yeah. That, that is so lean right. that I would, I would lean towards pairing it with something super fatty. Now, I, I know you can't do this, but I will hop into. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I'm a lactose intolerant person, which is funny. Short, short side note. I do a morning show mm-hmm. on Mix 101.5 in Raleigh, North Carolina, and we had an event with some listeners. Mm-hmm. This is. This is where my life is. Mm-hmm. This lady came up. Her name is Carmen. Very sweet woman. Uh. She made the show three separate little bread puddings. Oh, my goodness. And then when she handed it to me, she's like, oh, my God, I just remembered you're lactose intolerant. And I was like, I have, I literally met that woman two <laughs> minutes ago. So that means, like, thousands she's, of people yeah. in Raleigh, North Carolina yeah. know that I can't eat dairy and the repercussions Every, of being such. Everybody listen, listening to this podcast knows. So and I'm anyway, Eating enough for both of us. Yeah, well, good for you. And yes, this would go amazing with like a heavy brie. Well, I was going to say, my go-to appetizer. Every year, and do you find that you do this yourself? I, I, I land on an appetizer that I then like. I think it shows well when I take it places. Sure. And so I make it again and again. And this year, it is a cranberry brie with a, right with pistachios uh, wreath in puff pastry. Oh, yeah, It's terrific. And it would be great with this because that puff pastry, very fatty. All of it's so buttery, rich. And the brie, of course, yeah. I wish I could eat that. I wish you could too, because it's so good. It's uh, I. I'm, this we're, this is storytelling, and to be and to be perfectly honest, uh, this is the very last wine and dandy we're ever going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done this show for three, this podcast for like over three years. I think we've done it five years. Have we? Uh, I want to say we started in 2017. Good night. So yeah, so that's why I went ahead and we made this the bubbles episode because it's the celebration, and so there's a lot of stories coming out. This mm-hmm. is so, but Brie for me and reminds me of my junior year in college when I learned how to cook for the first time because my mom was not a good cook, mm-hmm. and I lived with a German woman who could cook her tail off, Whoa. and a Puerto Rican woman who mm-hmm. could cook her tail off, and they their snacks would be well thought out. Oh wow, you yeah. know, and so not I just was, that Trisket and sliced cheddar. <laughs> yeah, exactly, or like you know, cheese whiz into the mouth, right. you know. And so I decided to start composing my snacks mm-hmm. or my breakfast. So my breakfast, and I felt so fancy. Oh yeah, was a bagel uh-huh. with brie and a Granny Smith apple with cinnamon every day before I went to class. And let me tell you. It was delicious. I bet it was. I bet it wrecked your stomach. Probably. Yeah. Back then, I wasn't paying attention you didn't know. to it. Could have been a number so, of things wrecking. Yes, your stomach. exactly. I was like, there are many things that could have been. I destroying had not narrowed things. it down. She says. Yes. Too many factors causing the same problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it would be great with fatty cheeses. Telegios, my my diehard, yeah, soft cheese that I miss. She's gonna cheat. She cheats with that. That's true. Anyway, um, so. 
Before we go, I just want to mention Daban Kava. If you see it, buy it. It's incredibly uh, affordable. If you're having a party, buy the case because nine times out of ten, you'll get a case discount. Yep. St. Hilaire Mm -hmm. is a sparkling wine. That is delicious and affordable. It's like $13 a bottle. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I almost brought that in. That one is the same house that taught Dom Perignon how to make champagne. Oh, yeah. Definitely go to that. Yeah. yeah so the, it's excellent for the mm-hmm. price. Um, and honestly, when you go to a wine store, any wine store, talk to the person who buys the wine. Right. Or in a wine store, everyone will be well-versed. In a mm-hmm. grocery store, specifically ask for the wine buyer because they're going to be the most knowledgeable. And don't be afraid to say how much right. you mentioned your spend. price point. Yeah. yeah, it's very important. Even the richest people I worked with when I worked in wine, mm-hmm. always like Rolexes. Yeah. I don't want to spend more than fifteen bucks because not everybody wants to spend a lot of money on a Tuesday right. night. Something you're going to immediately consume. Yes, and never ex- see again. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, don't be don't be ashamed that you're you right. have a, a budget. Smart people have budgets. Right. Um, and tell them what you like, and tell them what you don't like in terms of I don't like sweet wine. I like my wine. You know, not too acidic. Give them names. Take pictures of labels. Very helpful. These are all good things to bring into a wine store with you. Right. Well, happy 2023. May we all have a blessed and festive new year. And it's been amazing doing five years of a podcast with you, Jamie. I love you. I love you. Cheers. Cheers. I came from a low-income family that that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose.